Through the lens of loving local and seeing global, we obsessively search for people whose stories need to be told and how OKC played a supporting role. Hosted by Katherine Bexton and Emmy Coves, welcome to Action City. We're at it again. Here we are. It's Wednesday morning now. I know. We're... I was out of town. Emmy was on a really fabulous vacation. Richard was on vacation. Everybody was somewhere fun. I was holding down the fort, though. You were holding down the fort. It was a hard job. Somebody had to do it. Well, you know, got to go on vacation. I survive. I feel like you've been on a lot of vacations. I know. I really can't complain. I mean, I'm really not going to complain. like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I feel like I was, this is my only vacation really of the summer. So I was really spoiled. I but know. as Bree says, it's back to the Hyatt Ziva for me. What is it? The Hyatt Ziva. What does that mean? Oh, it's like an all-inclusive resort that in Puerto Vallarta that I went to once. So Bree's like, your you, your fun is over. You need to get back to the my like you know. Oh, I see what she's you're saying. just Hyatt Ziva for me. Wait, that's hilarious. And Bree, I'm so sorry. I'm not at Greta right now. I know I'm late. Uh, you're probably not watching, but I'll be there soon. I promise. Well, yeah, and you're going out of town again. I know, and I'm going out of town. <laughs> I'm going to Baltimore tomorrow to see my friend Elizabeth. I'm so excited. I mean, it's just like. Yeah. Which now I get to complain on how, about how I look because you always complain about how you well, look. I, I, like, I, I had to show up. I had to at least try to look cute I, because you always look so cute. Well, I literally got out of bed and I was like, no. No, today's not the day. like, I'm not putting on a look of makeup. At least your headband's like, cute. Oh, thanks. It's fake though. Well, that's Which okay. I like, Why would you spend a bunch of money on something like that? Well, I really hate fakes. Like after working in the fashion industry and seeing what goes into making, and it's just, really bad for the industry it too. It's so yeah. bad for. It, I mean, it's illegal. and it's illegal. It's illegal. Yeah. Like honestly, like I could, I could, I don't know what I could. I don't think I could be arrested currently for having on a fake Gucci headband. Probably, but not. but anyways, it was one of those things where, like, right when Amazon first kind of started oh you could yes like back when they didn't know kind of were selling fakes fakes on there and somebody sent me this headband and i was like and this is when these headbands had first started and i feel like maybe this trend is over i'm not really sure but i'm sort of wondering that you know because we do carry them at greta obviously fake gucci ones but we carry them at greta and i'm like are we moving past that now here's the thing how long can that last so i need a trend to replace it because when my hair is dirty and when after you have kids, you get these weird baby bangs. Oh, yes. It kind of like poke and out so right there. And so the headband is the only thing I can really do to like manage my baby bangs. And if I have dirty hair, it's like somewhat acceptable. Well, maybe the headband's not going away. What about the wait? What about the turban idea for me and Tucker? Cut a t-shirt. I could. Cut a t-shirt well, on her so- blog. I actually like, we were in Fort Worth with my sister and um, I tied a bandana around my head. Like I'm talking like Oh, nice. I used to do that in field hockey. That's how I'd like keep keep my hair back. Yes. So I did that and she was like, what are you doing? So I'm starting a trend. I tried and that failed. Even my husband was like, um, like in the office when he's prison, Mike, he was like, are you prison Emmy? (laughs) Prison Emmy. Okay. Last summer when we went on our little college tour, we just had the boo trunk show and Morgan had this like cool purple, like metallic-y kind of well, turban-looking thing with a the knot. exception. Of, she looked amazing in of it. Of course And then she did. I tried to rock that whole no. trend in Lexington, Virginia, where Washington and Lee is. It didn't go over very I well. I feel like Morgan, Nobody in my family Morgan's thought it was cool. one of those people, though, who can wear a fashion she just, trend. And, and it, it, like, it like works on her. But then you think, oh, I can do that. Yeah. I'm honestly like, I'm. it's so funny because I do love fashion, but like, I'm normally kind of late to the trend game. Like I have to what? see it on other people and then I kind of jump on board. I feel like you're on the, in Oklahoma City, you're like on the front end. Well, in Dallas, I'm on the back end. 
you know what? That's a fine place to be in Dallas. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so the headband. This one's fake. Very sorry to Gucci. Although I would have never paid full price for this thing. I don't even think they made <laughs> I don't even, it. Did they even, was it even a thing? Probably. No, I don't think this was ever yeah, they a thing. Never I don't think, I do not think Gucci was like, oh, that turban headband trend. We've got to get on it. No, no, no. But anyway, so that's why I look like this. I just kind of gave up this morning, which. That's okay. You know, that's what I, I realized though I have smoothie all down my shirt. Yum. At least you had a smoothie. We, I or was that smoothie, kid smoothie? I make a smoothie every morning for all four of us. It's become a thing. Can, will you make number five and I'll just drive by? Literally, honestly, I've become a smoothie chef. Okay, well, maybe we need to put some of your smoothie recipes. Oh, we really do. On Instagram. Although most of them are variations of Emma's recipes. That's okay. We can credit Emma. And then our, okay, well, you're going to write these recipes yeah, down. Yeah, I'll write them down and I'll put them on Instagram. Okay. Because, like, honestly, I've realized that nutritionally for my children, I can hide spinach and kale and all those super they don't powders. Even know all those and they have no clue and they suck those things down. And so usually for breakfast for them, I'll do a little smoothie, some sort of fresh fruit, and then maybe a piece of toast or maybe a frozen waffle. But sometimes like the smoothie is plenty. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah. So and then I have a smoothie every morning and Jeff has a smoothie. Healthy, healthy, healthy. Well, it's just, it's become a thing and it's so easy. Like just, it's so easy. Okay. I don't know. I'm on it. I feel like it's like nutritionally, I feel like I'm getting a lot. You know what I mean? The first thing. Yes. Yes. So. Okay, but what about you're you've just been on vacation I feel in Jackson bad Hole? Now I've talked. For no, like. but I want like the full. I, I get the feeling that wasn't uh, a nutritious vacation. Oh my gosh! So I, I, the uh, eating in Jackson is are the so rest. I mean, I've only really been there one time. Are the restaurants? Oh, insane. the restaurants are fab. <sighs> Although you know, it's so funny because there's like a couple that we just love, and I don't know if they're that great or if it's more nostalgic. It's nostalgia, yeah. Um, but then a lot of nights like. I would say two, wait, two nights we cooked at home. So we did do that. We like grilled out and, um, oh my gosh. And then for my dad, so it was my dad's 60th. Oh, your dad's 60th. Yes. Um, and so we always go to Jackson all around this time of year anyway, but then it was extra special because it was his 60th. And so for his birthday, my mom had this local caterer, Catherine, you would have died over this meal. It was all Everything, it was farm to table. So everything was from local farms, except for the shrimp, which obviously- Well, yeah, that was going to be hard to get. Gross. Yes. You would not want Jacksonville shrimp. No. Um, but like, they did these, I'll have to show you the picture. There were like baby vegetables that they put on skewers and roasted. Oh. oh, they were so good. But so basically the first course was a fresh peach salad with like local arugula and like a balsamic reduction that they made. And then it was- Pea, green pea risotto. I love anything with a pea in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I made some pea toast the other day with ricotta cheese and like lemon zest. It was fresh succotash. Um, I had that at my wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh. Lamb and shrimp oh. with the with the garnishes of the baby roasted veggies. Yes. So good. And then the, for dessert, this is where you're going to get fresh lemon pound cake with local cherries. Uh huh. Local cherries. It I was mean. like. So good. I wonder if we could make all this. I mean, it wouldn't be like as local and fresh. We could probably get all the get a lot of the stuff from. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. It, no, it was it was such I wish a this great dinner. Had come with the recipes. We're gonna. Um, I can. I think it's called Provisions Jackson Hole. Okay. Jackson Hole Provisions was the catering company. Like blew it out of the park. Okay, it was so good. It was so good. Was so that, that the highlight of the trip? Your dad's birthday? What was was that the peak or was the peak just the trip in general? I think the peak might have been that whole day. So we yeah. went fishing which we get up at like like 6 a.m we get on the river really early um it was really funny so in the morning I fished with my 
husband, which is always great. We like, cause it's just like the two of us in a boat with the guide in the middle. And so you're all just like chatting all day long yeah. and he's telling you where to throw your fly. And does was, he retie it if it gets all messed up or do you do the retying? No, no, no. I, so there's two different schools of like people, right? Like Jeff, like <laughs> has his own fly rod. I mean, I technically, that's Jim. Jim is like all, yeah, he does it all he himself. He ties his own fly on. He does yes. all that, but whatever. I just like look at the guide and I'm like, whatever you want to hand me. Perfect. Like, that's me. I, like, I'm that person. Yeah. And honestly, like I did pretty well. I mean, it wasn't my best day on the river, but it was, it was Did decent. you catch some fish? Yeah, I caught okay. three, okay. which honestly, like for that river, for how warm it is, that's the problem is like when we go, when we do the river is really warm. And so the so fish- So the fish, they don't love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no hatching. Like in September, you can go and all these different bugs are hatching. So the fish are like uh, eating, eating, eating. Yes. Yeah, no, but it was really fun. Um. And so I caught like some decent sized fish. And then in the afternoon I was with my brother, which was hilarious because he had skunked that day. So the morning he hadn't caught a single fish in my Is brother. Is that what that means? Skunked? Like, yeah. Like we, or we say bageling. Okay. You got nothing. Yeah, zero, yeah, zero, zero. Okay. Zero I gotcha. And so literally I felt like I was his life coach and I was just like, I was like barely fishing and I was so just So was like he like in a state of depression over the fact well, that he hadn't caught any fish in the morning? because we always do a bet for whoever catches oh. the biggest fish gets like 150 bucks. So it's like- not, So everybody puts money in and then uh -huh. you gotcha. I think okay. we all put like 20 bucks, 25 bucks in, whatever. And so Reed is so competitive and like we're all a little competitive, but like Reed's kind of on another level. Kind, I mean, oh. he's he's the firstborn. Yeah, yeah. He's, I know how that feels. Yes. I'm pretty, and yeah. I'm especially competitive with my siblings. My mom says, are you a faster runner than Rosie? This was like two days ago. And no. I was like, I go, did no. You, did you like go put on your running shoes? Well, no, but I was like, like, no, I'm not. And I was like, maybe like back in the day I could run like whatever, whatever. I was like having this whole discussion about two grownups. Like who was faster? Who cares? Okay. So go on. Well, like I, I'm not competitive with Reed on certain things and fishing. Definitely not because like, I'm honestly there to have fun. Like, if I would have caught the biggest fish, would I have talked about it for? Yes, we would have yes. talked about it right here. Yes, exactly. Uh -huh. But like, would have known about it. But so basically, I was like, like cheering him on, and like his mood shifted, and he ended up catching like this huge fish and winning, and he won. Uh huh. Uh -huh. And so like, I told him, I go, I'm not paying you because like, I. How about I get half because I was yeah, no, no, exactly. no, no, no. He would no. never give me half. <laughs> I just didn't have to give him my like twenty five dollars because you were the inspiration. Yeah, I was like, okay. I was your cheerleader. But anyway, so it was really fun, and then we had that like wonderful dinner. So it was just like a great oh. day. Were there any pits or no? It just like was. Well, my kids both got sick. Oh, you did tell me that. Oh. Yeah. So we like, <laughs> this is, so RSV has been terrible this summer. And usually it's not, I don't think it's. A, my kids a, never had it. Really? Mm -hmm. Never, never one time. I know. I feel like I'm the only one. What? I know. I feel like all kids get RSV. I know. They never did. Well, so I've been kind of freaked out about it because I've heard, I've had friends whose kids have been hospitalized oh, and I'm yeah. talking like, For like two year olds yeah. and under. And so basically Campbell started having a runny nose, like the week, like kind of like the Fridays. And then we left on Saturday and um, Huffman had had sort of a runny nose, but like when Huffman had RSV when he was little, he was like wheezing. Like you could tell it was an upper yes. respiratory something. And all my kids have were runny noses that were clear. So you were just like regular old cold. And yeah, or not even a cold. I was like, you know, we got to the mountains. It's super dry and whatever. Oh, I always, yeah. So on like Tuesday morning, Campbell woke up and her eye is glued shut. 
And I'm like, uh-oh. I, I, With like crusties? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I and to me that says thing. ear infection because when they get their ears infected, it like goes into their sinuses and then their tear ducts and all oh. that. So I'm like, okay, I need to take her to the urgent care. Um, and so I do. And they're like, well, they made us get tested for COVID because they're very strict there and because of the cases going yeah. up. And watching your 18-month-old get tested for COVID is just brutal. Oh. She cried for like, I'm not even kidding, 20 minutes. She was so upset. After it was over and everything. Mm -hmm. And so then they're like, we're going to test her for RSV. And I'm like thinking, what? Like she's not that sick. And sure enough, she was positive. And I'm like, what is going on? So then I know Huffman has it because he has the same thing. Um, so they both had RSV on the trip, but I'm like, I don't even know when it had started. And then I started feeling guilty because we had traveled on the airplane and like they had been around other kids. And did Hoffman has had to wear a mask on the airplane, right? He did. But Campbell did, did not. No, I mean, she's, yeah, yeah she's too little. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I felt that was kind of like the pit of the trip just because they weren't feeling great. And then they, like the RSV kind of stopped or got all better, but then now they have these like residual coughs and it just sounds so bad. Oh. I know. So. Well, now it's home back to real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fun is over. <laughs> you guys are always having fun though. I know. I feel like, and this is a big month, like Huffman starting school. He's starting real school. Real school. The 19th? What day? They start the day after. We start the, the 18th. 18th. I think you no. guys go for like an hour on the first day. Yeah. And then- yeah. I know. I can't wait. Oh, I love I can't primary. wait either. I'm just like not great with change. So I'm just like thinking. I of- think change is fun. I think it like breaks things up. I just I did. I, just- I love change because I don't like the monotony of life. Like- I, I agree with you. I just, the anxiety pre, like I'll be anxious about our new morning routine. Like, like, gotcha. when, like whenever Campbell was born, I was more anxious, like not about having a newborn baby, but about like their Changing schedules. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like stuff like that, like kind of. Well, I, as you know, my schedule is not really a schedule. Well, I, I think as Dr. Nanda told me the other day, Catherine, you need to get a schedule. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Okay, I'm going to try my hardest. Literally, like, you and I are different in that way. My kids are pretty regimented. There's no regimenting going on. Yeah, I just, I don't know. That part gives me a little bit of anxiety. And I was at last, my Cassie alumni board meeting was last night. Oh, I want to hear all about it. I talked to Susan about it this morning. Not now. We'll discuss later. Uh Um, But I was like, Jennifer, when do I get, like, my orientation package? She's like, I don't know. In the next couple of days, it'll be fine. I'm like, like, I need that. Get that stuff going. It is August 3rd. Yeah. Like I, it, and she was like, it's fine. Like, and I was like, well, what if they need something? Like, what if I don't? They don't. And she's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, but what if he needs a lunchbox? She was like, well, then go, you can go get a lunchbox. And I'm like, I know, but like, am I packing his lunch? Is it catered? Like, what, what, what is the situation for extended day? And she was like, I don't know. And I was like, oh my God, you I packed need the lunch, stop. right? You packed the lunch. I know. I just, I think I want answers, but like, I know that this is not about me and my time. So I'm also trying to remind myself. It's bad. It's bad. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be great. That's the thing is it's always great afterward. Like when I think. it's going to be like one week you're going to have it all set and you're going to be. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, why am I? Yeah. But this is typical me. Like when I find some out, out some news, I automatically go to like, okay, then we need to like redo this room in our house and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it. I always go to like the biggest thing and I'm like, wait, yeah. no, no, no. Like you're fine. It's fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's my, it's that definitely a flaw 
Of I mine. could use a little more regimenting in my life, but I've made it this far. I've tried to help you. I know you've tried. <laughs> you've tried. I think lots of people have tried. Wait, so what was your pit and peak? Well, my peak, well, okay. My peak is that field hockey two-a-days started on Monday oh morning. Oh, God. Of course, that's your peak. And it, 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 had been, it had been a rough week the week before. I had, my pit was maybe that I had, I tried to explain to Neely that you have, you can't just show up on the first day of two days and expect not to vomit if you've done nothing leading up to that. I mean. And she, she you know, no did 15 she vomit? Months, she did not. Well, because that's the, Well, she had been doing power camp and whatever. We had sort of taken, there I was a week off. I think she's probably like more athletic, like naturally than you realize. Which she is. It's all in her head. Okay. Like the, yeah, everything yeah. that she does is in her head. So I made her go to Orange Theory. Oh so we started going to Orange Theory the Sunday, like eight days before preseason she went with Jim and then I made her go she went every single day one day she rode the Peloton actually but I think every other day she went to Orange Theory through Saturday and then I let her have Sunday off and then she went to um or went to whatever two days yeah. yesterday morning she did throw up one time at Orange after, Theory after Orange Theory I don't know if it was like Orange well, Theory or whatever she didn't eat anything probably because she didn't eat anything beforehand yeah. but she, the complaint, the pit was the complaining and the, how hard it was to get her there all week. But then after she finishes, she's like happy as a clam. Okay. So now my peak is two a days have started. She's never been more pleasant. She's so happy. She's got like, all those endorphins She's going. got like, yeah. she's worked out all the issues. She's like given a hundred percent. She gets home. She's exhausted. She's too tired to fight with me. It's so lovely. I wish we could have two a day field hockey literally indefinitely with no days off. From here on out. What position is she? I don't know. She kind of started out at midi, but... Mid's hard. Mid's hard, but you've got to be able to run a lot if you're midi. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll I see. Mean, I'm I... just happy that she's there. She's, I think, enjoying it. Let's hope she's not on this Instagram live and I'm going to have to hear about it later. But... No, she... Neely's great. She was so cute at the store. Oh my God. When we had the sale at the store, <sighs> so she came to help with well, the sale. Well, first of all, can she, can she do my hair? Uh, she does such good hair. Her hair looked insane she she and she does like she no, loves doing that i, I know like, i was literally like staring at her hair i mean it looks seriously like, if you don't want to go to lush she'll come over and blow dry i'll I, drop I'll, her off no, she no. can blow dry this is what okay i actually thought about this i will pay her like she, she, and she would to, and she loves doing it like i wouldn't have to beg her to come do that She'd i like, wonder okay, if i like it. would wash my hair if she would just come, she over. Would come over i mean i have her a blow drying i don't know but no, no, she doesn't have to do that okay well well she knows how to blow dry her own hair but she's really good at the curling that's what I did. Her curls were perfect. I don't know. How she, I literally looked at her, her hair and I was like, and her hair is like, it's thick like your, like it's yes, thicker. Yes, but it's straighter. But it's, it's not as yeah. like wiry. Oh, by the way, she's going to the hairdresser tonight. Oh, to my girl? No. Oh, oh. She's going to Dorinda, which okay. we're, we love Dorinda. She's so great. Dorinda and I don't want to do what Neely wants to do. And so she well, wants she to wants go to your person so that your person will do what she wants to do. What does she want to do? She wants to like turn it blonde. Yeah, yeah, balayage. Balayage, that's what she that's, wants. Okay, so my hair went, well, I'm now back to brunette. But like, I, I think she wanted what I have. Yes, yes, that's what she wants. But a little bit more trendy. Like a little bit more off the... Uh-huh. So but, we'll see. I know. I should just let her do what she wants. You should wants. let her do it because you know what I did to my hair in high school? I was a lifeguard, and one of my lifeguarding oh, friends was lemon in, juice all no, over it? she was in beauty school. No, and so part of your beauty school is you have to have so many hours. So she's like, "Oh yeah, I'll highlight your hair for like forty bucks." And I, so she, I got highlights. My, I was blonder than you are right now. Really? It was. That's what Neely wants. Well, but 
I'm telling you, let, I'm glad just you're let taking her, her to a professional because my mom wouldn't let me do it or she wouldn't like pay for it. And, and so then, then I, you yeah, went up and yes, did that. Yeah. And I was like, it destroyed my hair. Okay, well, I'll report back about I, tonight. I bet it's going to be beautiful. I'm going to just tell Dorinda to do whatever Neely wants and we'll just see what happens. So can that's she, it. Can she do though, like the... She doesn't do balayage. Dorinda's like old school, but I know, in like that's a good way. You should send her to Christy then. Okay, well, we'll discuss. Okay. But okay, so... We got to wrap this up because if Brie knows that I'm on this oh, live yeah, still, yeah, she's yeah. going to kill me. But I do want to have a shout out. It's Libby Navy's 50th birthday today. Oh, and I just want to say happy birthday Libby. to Libby. I don't even know if we're still on this live, but I hope we are. But happy birthday to Libby. I love you. And you make Tuesdays the most fun day of the week. So Annie Tucker is an OKC Edmund native. She started baking cookies in her parents' kitchen in fourth grade and a love affair with cookies was born. In college at OU, she started her blog, Take a Bite, as a creative outlet, and for the past 10 years, she has shared her loves, passions, and obsessions with all things food, fashion, interiors, and travel. Soon after graduating, she went to work for The Social Order and has been there ever since. Annie is now the Director of Marketing at The Social Order and can't imagine being anywhere else. If you're looking for healthy make-at-home lunch ideas or the best chocolate chip recipe around, you can follow along with her on her Instagram, at Annie Tucker. Annie also has been working nonstop on The Social Order's newest concept, Eat Spark, which will open in Scissortail Park in September. We're pretty excited about everything she's done for OKC. Welcome to Action City, Annie. Looking for your voice to be heard? Have a passion and want to share it with those of a common mindset? Have a business or brand that needs to get the word out but don't know where to advertise? Contact Black & Studios a full-spectrum, cutting-edge podcast studio that services clients from all over the country. Black & Studios offers you more than just a podcast. We offer you an experience. In-house production from audio-video recording, editing, marketing, advertisement, and exposure with over thousands of people listening weekly. Black & Studios doesn't hesitate to back local businesses. So when you want your voice heard... Black and Studios has your back. Search Black and Studios on all social platforms. Email at podcast at blackandstudios.com or visit us at blackandstudios.com. And remember, it's Blackin'. Annie, welcome to Action City. We're so excited you're here. Me too. Stop number three on your press tour. <laughs> yes. Annie's on a big tour. This well, she week, was on the local news yesterday. So news nine. We have a local celeb in the. Studio, I far mean, from it, but we'll take it. Jim loves News Nine. That's where he does his commercials, and then oh. they call him a lot for comments. Yeah. I'm putting this in quotation marks. Oh. Comments about. So yes, we're big fans of News Nine. I, it's the local news is so funny. I've only been on for boots and ball gowns, uh-huh. and it was like the weirdest thing because you get there so so early. Like we were really early in the morning, like. 5 a.m. or something. Oh, uh-huh. And then it takes like five seconds and then you're done. And then you're done. And yeah. then what do you do? Like go for coffee? Well, that's the thing. I was like fully dressed. With my- <laughs> yeah, at five <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, and I was no like, to go. all right, bye. It oh, was yay. like freezing cold. I was anyone? like, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> the local news is funny and it's same. it's the same way in every city. Like right. now living in Dallas and then I was visiting my sister in Austin and I was like, the local news is just so sweet. It's just so lovely. It's so well, lovely. Okay, so... <laughs> I've been watching the Olympics. I'm obsessed with the Olympics. Well, obviously. You have to so, be, yeah. I mean, if I could, I'd stay home all day and do it. But so I guess the local channel four 
not just Channel 4, but they send local people to Tokyo. Yes. To Do report they really? Back. Uh-huh. So I saw the first local post and I'm like, oh, isn't that so nice? Channel 4 sent somebody to Tokyo. And then I saw another one and another one. And I said to Jim, I was like, did they really send three people to Tokyo from Channel 4? And he goes, Catherine, it's like a pool. And, you know, whatever. NBC sent like 20 yeah. people to Tokyo from local news and they just feed off of it. And I was like, oh, uh, yes. okay. that makes sense. Yeah. I was thinking I was going to try to get that gig next time. <laughs> If possible, I mean, Action City Week ago. Action yeah, City yeah, Week yeah. report from the. Wait, you've got credentials now. Where's the Paris? One. Well, it's London, London in the winter. No, no, no. The winter's Beijing. Again, 20, really? Two winters Beijing. Again? Yes. I don't know. I mean, I no offense up. to Beijing, but I don't think I want to go there. My dad, my dad thinks we should boycott. <laughs> we digress. We digress. Not that there's anything wrong with Beijing. It's just not on my bucket list of places to travel at this current at this right, moment. But like, it makes sense for them to do it again because they've already they, got the stuff. Yeah, they got all the stuff and they spend so much money doing it and then it just sits there. Well, that's why I saw like Tokyo. How much money are they losing? Because they don't have any they have of the no spectators. They don't have any oh, revenue from the revenue. That. Yeah. Uh, I think that and you have to Olympic front all the money should somehow that's that what I think that yeah either, that is wild like how I that know. whole system works and the committees the committees the, yeah I think it's probably totally corrupt it's probably a complete racket yeah. like you think I do think so I, mean, I don't, don't want to think that I don't want I to either and I know my mind tends to go there that makes me uh-huh. think of that Tanya Harding movie with Margot Robbie uh-huh. and the judges that like hated her yeah and, what was that called uh was it her name Tanya, I Tanya, Tanya. Tanya. I Tanya. Yeah, I Tanya. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my the, gosh. Any sport with judges is there's just that added element of judges on top of it that right. kind of takes the real competition out of it. I think. Right. My yeah. sisters and I grew up dancing, and my dad was always like, "This is so dumb. I I hate any sport that has judges. Like you should, you know, play a sport that is based on your athletic ability, and like that's whenever you win, not like swimming, some, not some yeah, or basketball yeah. or volleyball yeah. or something where it's like points are allowing you to win." Not some judges' but opinion. But even basketball what makes has referees, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, swimming and track to me are that's like very the true. Old, really, the only because you're like going across a line. They're, exactly. Yeah. Go across there, a line. There's no. There's, no, there's no way to deny it. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's been a, Yo, it's been a big ten digressed. days. For me. <laughs> we have digressed. Okay, let's get back to the really important topic at hand. Okay, we have Annie Tucker with us. I know. I'm so we're excited. so excited. Of course, we follow along with what she's eating every single day. <laughs> I love all your Trader Joe's finds. It definitely like sends me to different spaces in Trader Joe's. Where I'm like, oh, if Annie can do it, I can do it. <laughs> so, but should we start at the beginning, Emmy? Yeah. We love to start at the beginning. Perfect. Perfect. Where were you born? Born right here in Oklahoma City um, and then grew up in Edmond. I was in Edmond all from, you know, very young age until I graduated high school. I went to Edmond North High School. And then wait, fall. when did you graduate? I graduated in 2011. Were you into food in high school? Yeah. What? Yeah. So I kind of or like baking. Yes. Or, so okay. I started baking in high school. Was not at all interested whenever I was. Well, I take that back. My grandmother and I used to bake together a little <gasps> bit. Um, and then I really honed in on this sugar cookie recipe that I have. And I remember vividly. Like making it with my mom whenever we were little. It's a it's a family friends recipe that we got. Making it for like cookies for Santa was the sugar cookie yeah. recipe. Oh, yeah. And then like in fourth grade, we had our Valentine's Day party at school, and my mom had signed up to bring dessert, and so I wanted to bring the sugar cookies. Um, and I had gotten this cute little set like from William Sonoma of cookie cutters and food dyes and sprinkles and stuff. And so I told my mom, I- I'm going to do it. Like I'm going to do the dessert. And so I made 
all of the little heart shaped sugar cookies and came to school the next day. My hands were completely dyed pink from like the dyed icing and everything. But that's kind of my first vivid memory of baking something on my own. So I always sort of baked growing up. Um, Wait, I have a question about the sugar cookies. uh Because like our family, we have a very old sugar cookie recipe. So are they thick? Like, tell me about the sugar cookies. For sure, for sure. So they are as thick as you want, but not that thick. I roll them out. ours are like almost an inch. Oh, I, see, I'm I'm into cook? that now, but that's not what these are. These are the, they crispy? No, they're soft. They're soft. They're soft. Maybe like slightly crispy around the edge. Okay. Um, but I try to always underbake cookies. I'm oh, not. Yeah. I'm not a crispy no, no, cookie no. person. Jeff is, and it drives me nuts. No, I kind of no, like no, it no. crispy on the outside. And there's the like a time and a place inside. for like a, a crispy crunchy situation, yeah. but like not not, not here, mm-hmm. not here. I don't want any brown on a like pale colored sugar cookie no okay. yeah, so that's, that's, that's important that's, right no, that. when people say golden I'm like no 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 no, no, no. It's, it, it's you like, pull it right before yes I always go on like the colored. low end <laughs> yeah. and then it started off with a glazed icing so it was like a powdered sugar milk almond extract situation that's literally kind of yes. just like pour over the top yeah bit. so we used to have these like I just have a memory of these shallow bowls that my mom had oh my and we would I'm and like we would do all the different colors and you would dunk them you turn them upside down you turn them upside down yes that was thicken it up with more powder. You can thicken it up. Yeah. The method has evolved since we got older. Well, but back to the cookies, the secret ingredient is that there's orange zest in them. Often a sugar cookie lends like maybe lemon or not at all. We just do almond extract and we do. So there's vanilla extract and orange zest in the cookie. Interesting. I like anything with a citrus zest. It doesn't matter what kind of citrus. Yes. So that's like, I mean, there is nothing better than that cookie dough. So that was sort of the intro. It's evolved. And now I use like more of a royal icing because I like to be fancy and decorate them. But um, that's... But the royal icing gets too crunchy. Well, not not the one that I use. Oh my God, Andy. (laughs) We could have a whole show just based on like the best sugar cooks, iced sugar cookies. Oh, I mean, I could talk about cookies, yeah, for an hour. I mean, I could really... I did kind of troll Annie the other day because I was like, (laughs) I posted that... Kaleos. Oh, Emmy! I thought Andy wasn't going to come on the show. I know. I thought I was you like, were going to be so She's mad. banned us. But I will. I I've only made your perfect chocolate See. chip cookies, mm-hmm. and so I'm sure if you made it, it would be a lot better. Right. Right. So well, she's done it a few more times. That's right. Well, yeah. she did it for a full wedding one time. Mm-hmm. How many of them did you make? Um, it was supposed to be two fifty. We ended up knocking it down to one fifty. Um, so it it wasn't too crazy. I think that that's so like one batch makes thirty. So it was what five batches. Okay, so, so it wasn't not, it wasn't crazy. Um, it's a lot of olive oil, though. but I did. I like made a time lapse of me making it. Well, and, and it chewing was just, the gum. That's what I. <laughs> so she chews gum while she bakes, so she doesn't eat all of them. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that that's is the most so genius. smart. Yeah. That's I, why I can't bake. Well, I do that, and then my sister and I have this other thing where anytime we're baking, like. And we are eating the dough or licking the icing or whatever. And then all of a sudden you have a pit in your yeah, stomach. You like, Why so did I do that? Yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. want to eat the finished product. And so it, it, for some reason, like our go-to is carrots. Like if there's carrots in the fridge, like I need a carrot after I like, eat I like it. I like it. <laughs> sweets to cleanse the palate. So now I chew gum whenever I bake. So well, that's to what avoid Emma it. Ryan told me. She's like, if you've eaten really bad, she's like, eat a, sh- a- sorry, I almost cursed, but <laughs> oh. I eat a ton of fruit uh-huh. because after? the antioxidants. antioxidants- we'll just like flush it out. Mm-hmm. I yeah. knew that after my- giant piece of cake I had last night I my yeah. my niece's birthday was last was week really... and well we, birthday cake like there's nothing better there's nothing yeah. better and then cake. I got into town on Monday and we were watching the little girls over at my parents house and so my sister brought over the leftover cake and it was just like chocolate with 
just buttercream vanilla oh. icing. And Do you, I like to have a glass of milk with that. Like, and uh, we didn't have any milk, but almond milk. And I love almond milk. I love, but milk, I was but like, this not is the not same. the time. Not the same. No, yeah, no, no. no. Oh no okay, Emma so, told me like you just eat like tons of fruit. So like not bananas, more like oranges, yeah, yeah. oranges apples, apples this, strawberries, pineapples. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could do I that. Know. I was, she's like, if you're having a bad eating day, she's like, start your morning with just plain fruit. And I was uh-huh. like, interesting. Okay, okay. So did your friends ask you to make cookies and things for events? Like we always a used to bring bit. like for field hockey, somebody would bake like, there were these like turtle brownies that would be like oh, yeah. brownie, caramel, uh-huh. chocolate. That oh, was yeah. like the thing that we had to have for field hockey. Was there like a thing in high school where everyone's like, Yeah, in high school, I felt like it was still more of just like a social thing. I was a goody two shoe in high school, so I would bake cupcakes <laughs> like with my friends on the weekends. I mean, like that was what we did for you fun. You wanted keg parties? Yeah. And so <laughs> occasionally, like my kids want to do? <laughs> no, we literally. Yeah, we used to sit at home and. What make, did your parents do to make you and Kathleen be so we, good? Do they have all, any advice? All I three of advice. us, yeah, all three of us. We tell it to my parents all the time. We're like, "What? Like, what's? Why were we this way?" And they were like, "I don't know." That's why your mom really? looks so young. But we okay, literally were such good teachers. I don't know if we we're just afraid to break the rules. Too? Yes. Okay. I mean, like we all, I don't know, like maybe had a. No, I can't even say that. We we were all good at show. But we would That's sit so we would sit funny. at home and make the Jiffy boxed like cupcake mix and just Duncan Hines frosting and would make cupcakes all the time. And so if there was ever something like in class, I feel like, yes, I would bring stuff. Like French class. you like, yeah. But or it whatever. wasn't as much of a thing in high school, but I definitely got my start baking. And then once I was in college, I mean, freshman year in the dorms, like eating Eight yeah. hours. You can't all, be the, all the time. Yeah, I was not that. baking. Well, but wait, I, what would you bake in the communal oven? I did once. Um, yeah, I remember. <laughs> well, I can't imagine that was very that clean in our dorm, and it, it was like it would burn everything. Yeah, it was my gross. sister at that point was a senior when I was a freshman, and so I'd go over to her house, oh, and we would right. and we would. Did bake. you guys go to? Did you go to OU? Uh-huh. Oh my gosh! Yes, was, my sister was in college when I was in college. It was the best. Yeah. We're all. Um, we're a little bit different in ages, but we're all three grades apart. So someone was always a senior when someone was a freshman. Which was fun. That is Are you so in the fun. middle? No, I'm the youngest. So oh, my oldest sister, same. Claire, yeah, and then Kathleen and then me. Oh, yeah, I know. So Kathleen and Annie are just like my sister and I. Yes, the same, same ages. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so, but I felt like freshman year, I mean, gained the freshman 15, all of that. So then I kind of started rethinking about what I was eating and got more interested in cooking. I was never interested in cooking. And I think I just miss the home cooked meal yeah. situation. Your mom cook, good, grow, yeah. My mom, yeah, my mom and dad, our whole family loves to cook and are all excellent cooks. So whenever I would go home, I would just kind of want to help her make dinner or just sort of got more interested. I've always been an avid, avid, avid food network watcher, but was still just like more on the baking side of things until about college. And so kind of started being more interested in cooking and eating healthier and things like that. And then my Were you in a sorority? Yes, I was a Kappa. I don't and know. how was the food in the Kappa house? I'm, I like kind of want to go back and be in a sorority since I oh, didn't get well, to be laugh, in one. Oh, well, we laughed. We laughed now. I was sororities? I was just on like a Kappa friend reunion lake trip last weekend, and we were talking about how the things that they have in the sorority houses now they have like this whole fruit bar and like just like a like, salad. Yeah, and like healthy like chicken protein fried bars. Steak when you were there. Yeah, we had this infamous meal that was called poppy seed chicken and it was like cream of mushroom soup chunks of chicken with like Ritz crackers over the top and poppy seeds it's absolutely disgusting but oh my god that's a delicious it was just like casserole city yeah wow. we got a lot of a 
uh, spaghetti, chicken spaghetti, chicken spaghetti, which oh, yeah, is like yeah. a baked creamy uh, spaghetti with chicken, chicken does in not it. go in pasta. One in time, we all got food poisoning, and so the whole cap house was in the bathroom together because it's like a communal <laughs> situation. Yeah, I was real bad, but anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we always had it, it. I don't know. I absolutely loved living in the sorority house. I yeah. did it for two years. I ate it up and I ate every meal there like I just did it I thought it was so fun and just part of the whole experience but it was my uh, sophomore year yeah my sophomore year I started my blog um and I always tell everyone it was born out of the Kappa House dining room at OU because (laughs) I was sitting there and my older sister had a blog at the time too. Peony for your thoughts. A peony for your thoughts. A peony for your thoughts? Yes. And what was it about? It was the name of an OPI nail polish color and she used to be obsessed with it. So that was the name. And it was like, that's when blogs were really taking off. We used to- Kind of even before. Kind of before. I remember like really reading blogs starting my senior year of high school. And I had like a whole blog list that I would go through every single day and read their updated post. And then Kathleen had started a blog and I used to always like beg her to guest post or I would kind of give her ideas. I was super into it. And it was just a lifestyle Did you blog. like Molly Weisenberg's blog? Who is that? Oh, she's from here. Um, she I'll, I'll just show it yeah, to you. She wrote oh. she ended up writing a cookbook. I right? don't know. But it was like is. a novel called, cookbook. What's the name of her blog? Of her um, oh my God. Shoot, I'm just blanking. Anyway, she has a banana bread recipe where she puts caramelized um, ginger in it. Okay, well, I'm obsessed yeah. with ginger. The name so of the blog amazing. is the name of the book. I know, and I can't believe I'm... Anyway. Does she, she still live here? No. She lives in like Seattle or something? I think she went LA. to Harvard, right? We know nothing. Is I really know. The okay. yeah, We've yeah. got to get okay. our facts. Okay, let's talk about that That's sounding familiar. That's sounding familiar. I'm sure you know what... If we said the blog, you'd be like, oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But yes, she yes. was kind of one of the first on the blog. Like, I feel like to have a blog where mm-hmm. it was a yes. true like recipes and. But here's right. with the blog. You have to like to write. So like for me, yeah. I yeah. love the idea of the blog, but I could never have one because I hate writing. Well, that's, that's why a podcast is so good for me. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. You must have really loved to write. Absolutely not. That's oh, the biggest. So how did that's you get the biggest joke it? of the whole thing? Like my strong suits in high school were math and science, and I was awful at reading and writing. Terrible grammar. I still really? do. Yes, I, I mean, can't see that. If anyone that I work with is listening to this, like they know my grammar is awful. I, I we mean, print things all the time that are spelled wrong. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> grammar and spelling are two different things, though. I'm yeah, a horrible yeah. speller. I will say, yeah, my good. my grammar is not is not terrible, but I misspell things all the time. And so, same though, you're in good company. Yeah, but whenever I went to college, I was totally lost on what to major. And my dad came home from work one day and he like done all this research for me. He's like, I think you should be an advertising major. I was like, you're like, what's that? (laughs) Yeah, but they have little fact sheets for every major. And it it was like, okay, this sounds fun. Like it sounded creative. It was in the journalism school, which I was like, I don't write. But there wasn't really writing classes you had to take for advertising. It was just more and it was kind of like business math classes. It just sort of fit. And I was like, Okay, sure, we'll try this. A little bit creative, a little bit math-based. And so I got super into it. And then, of course, I ended up having to take writing classes. And I was just like, what am I doing? (laughs) And then I started this blog, and it was like, what am I doing? Was it hard to sit down and... Did you have to force yourself to sit down and do the writing? No, and so as much as I don't love writing, I can do it. Um, and so I think that's just sort of always been the it's situation. It's just the editing process. You're yes, just like, I have that ugh. Grammarly app like installed on my computer. And yes, um, I mean, still to this day, anytime I put up a blog post, I, I'll like push it out to, you know, social media and 
I put it on Twitter and Twitter is the only thing that my dad has. So he'll see the link there and he'll see report back on the grammar. Oh yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So does my dad. And so he always about every single week is sending me something and I don't even reply to him because I'm like, such a burst of the ego, but I'll go in. That's and what my parents do about the audio on here sometimes. Oh, my mother loves to give comments. Oh on yeah, audio. Uh-huh. I'm like guys. I, don't, I was uh, like, you're not tech savvy, so I don't know right, what you're listening what you guys on. Right. <laughs> Wait, what was your first blog post about? So I think the first few. So mine started really lifestyley too, because I was living in the sorority house. I couldn't be cooking and doing all these right. food posts. So it was like nail polish colors I was liking or like I remember doing I was <laughs> doing like color crush posts and so I did like this whole post on like the color mint green and I had just gotten this like cute mint green top from Lululemon and like <laughs> my nails were painted mint green it was like oh mint is so hot for spring wait was Very it always Sarah called Kate take a bite what was uh-huh. it was so yeah take a bite literally came to me in my sleep one night and I remember just waking up and like texting my sister and be like I'm gonna start a blog are you mad and she was like no you would be better <laughs> than I am and I was like I'm gonna call it take a bite and then my tagline is um, like bites of my life. And she's like, it's perfect because you can tie in the food thing, but it's also like fashion can be a bite of my life. You know what yeah, I'm watching yeah. on TV is a bite. Like everything is a little bite of my life. Um, so the name came easy, but the beginning it was, yeah, it was like a roundup on bucket bags. And <laughs> oh, I love it. I actually love that too. I mean, you, yeah. This, and like, this was like the Pinterest errors era. So I feel like I did just like, Lots of that kind of stuff. Did you make stuff. Pinterest boards to go well, along it's with It's so funny. Blog? One of my most popular, yes, one of my most popular blog posts to this day is probably from 2014. And it was, well, there's two. One was like a tissue paper garland where you would like cut the tissue paper to make little tassels, like that tissue paper tassel yeah. that people used to hang from balloons and uh-huh. stuff. I used to make little garlands for like bid day. So I do like blue and blue ones Cute. or like blue and yellow for Trident and all that stuff. And I would sell them on bid day and I used to make them for my friends for their birthday. And there's like a tutorial on my blog on how to make this tassel garland. And then the other one is this like DIY turban headband out of an old t-shirt. Like, I don't even know. Where did you get these ideas? Did I have you see no them from idea. Like, someone I abs- else and yeah, then like, I perfect think, it? Yes. I think both of them were like, I had seen it and then I just figured out how to do it. And like the, <laughs> the turban was like, you would cut the bottom off of an old t-shirt, um, like the waistband of it. And so it was essentially like this big- um, Like loop. Loop. Yeah. yeah. And all you did was twist, twist it. it in the middle. Put it and on then, your head. And then you put it on your head. Because <laughs> it was just like, then it was like a double wound- Oh, I'm gonna try this with an old. I've got still still gets gets hits to the blog. Does it really? Yes. Like those two are some of my most popular visited blog posts because they're like on Pinterest somewhere, and then that leads them to the blog on how to do the tutorial. Wait, that's amazing though. And so, like, you would think I should be doing more like DIY tutorials if I'm trying to get hits to the website, and like, I just do not care. You just know. I just just do not care. At this point, you just have to do what you love. You can't. Yes. Yes. You can't be doing things just to get. Hits. Right. I mean, some people can, but I feel like you'd totally, totally. you've got like that's 10 some jobs. People. So yeah, we're not doing that. Wait, anymore. that's so funny. Okay, so like, do you still call yourself a blogger? Like, cause no, I say that no, word no. now and people look at me like I have three heads. Cause I mean, my kids are like, mom, right. I mean, well, but they're a vlogger or now about, influencer. Like we what's talked the term? to Aubrey about this. We did talk yeah, to Aubrey about it. I loved her She episode. is actually a blogger. Like she writes, she writes, right. Yeah. And I think like most quote unquote bloggers has like morphed into the Influencer, influencer content creation space and then once instagram came about because i mean this was like i had an instagram back then and i 
used to post to it, but it, it wasn't. You couldn't like link. And, you couldn't yeah. link. It, it like really, All you could do is take a picture. Right. And write it, something about it, it wasn't what it is now. So now I feel like I don't even really, I don't even really put stuff on my website anymore. And it's more just like that is a landing space if I need it to be there. Or if somebody needs a recipe. You yeah. You the... can have the full recipe there. And it's more just pushing out fun stuff on Instagram because Instagram is almost like a mini blog is how I think about it. And I think a lot of people think about it that way. And I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like a creative space to share things, which is kind of what the blog always was, was just a creative space to share. So this is just an extension of it. Well, Well, I feel like it's probably easier to post on Insta than it is. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I do. You guys say that. You guys are so good at it. I'm horrible at it. No, I just mean compared to writing a full post on a website. Yes. 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 yes, It's like. It it does take some oh, I know. I vision and some creativity. No, it and does. Some, if you want to do it right, you guys do a good job with it. No, right, right. He's in a different category. Than <laughs> well, yeah, are. she's in a different category. From I know. Us, but I we'll feel, get there. I yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So after college, what did you do with this advertising degree? So my first job Wait, was it Top Golf. Was it Top Golf? Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm Wait, like like at the actual Top Golf. Oh yes, place? yes, 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 yes. So I graduated college in 2015. All of my finance and business major friends, you know, had gotten a job first semester of senior year. Like they're locked and loaded, going to go work at Chesapeake and definitely Which, like, do accounting. Yeah, and by the way, it does not happen to other people. No, it's no, it's really, it happened to me because I had a finance right. degree. So I yeah, had a job at the end of my junior summer. And right, I like you, you get your job, a job at your it, internship. Yeah. Right. And in, in the journalism school or for advertising or any like communications creative yeah. degree, that is just not the thing. No, in fashion, that was not it. Right. And so, I mean, it is the week of graduation and I have zero job. I also had interned in Washington, D.C. the summer before. And so I had kind of thought I wanted to move back to Washington, D.C. And so it was like, what am I doing? Um, But I knew at this point, I knew I wanted to stay. I'd had a couple of random interviews. And then one of my friends was like, hey, I saw a job posting for this event sales manager at Topgolf. I'm going to apply. Like, I think you should, too. We kind of had similar majors. And I was like, okay. But it was so not advertising. It was event sales, which is not events. It is sales. That's what that yeah. means. <laughs> and that was the summer that the Top Golf was opening which in Oklahoma was a City. Big which deal. was a huge so deal. yeah. So I remember <laughs> it was literally the week of graduation and I drove up to Quell Springs Mall because they had had they had rented out like a vacant space there to be doing <laughs> interviews because the space wasn't like, you know, sound enough for people to be in it yet. And like went and mess, met with my, who became my boss. And we had an interview like on a couch out in the middle of Qual Springs Mall. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Wild. And got the job. And so I- What about I, your friend who also applied for the job? Was she, she mad? At the job. She didn't get it and you did? She, well, and it's funny because- She's never going to let you in Because we lived, we lived together after oh college. Gosh. But like she would have absolutely hated this job. She ended up working at Emmy Home. And like oh, that was her- like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So it, it all worked out. It all worked out. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I know. Okay. And so I got the job and started like a couple weeks after graduation. And it was, it was fun, but it was just like not- for me at all, I but I, but I got fitting a, with you. No, 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 no. And I got to work like in an office at the building. It was fun because Top Golf was brand new, so I saw people all the time. Well, and people thought. I mean, it was such a huge. It deal. was such yeah. a huge yeah. deal. Like I only worked there for ten months, and need you not forget that was like that January we had a really bad ice storm and all of the nets fell down, oh, and so we yes. were closed for a month. So I like really only worked there for nine months, <laughs> and I was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. It was an interesting environment and very interesting environment. Um. And then I was at a Christmas party at my now brother-in-law's house and my sister. 
and was talking to one of my sister's friends and she was like, you should reach out to my friend, um, Courtney. Cause I was talking about how I hated my job. She was like, she works, you know, like for that restaurant group. Like, I think that she needs help. And I was like, perfect. Like that's anything, to, anything to that's get out it. of the top shop. Yeah. Top like my, shop. my strengths were in social media, marketing, advertising, and I had had experience in that from jobs I'd done in college and internships. And well, then I, own. and then I loved yeah. food. Yeah. And then I had my own, um, that was kind of a perk of having the blog and having sort of the social media aspect of it. Cause it's helped me get jobs. Cause people, people can just can see, see like what my, they're getting into. Yeah. can see my personality well, and it. just how yeah. I present things out to the world. I've heard this is like a thing now though. That it's it, like having a oh, personal brand. Yes. Start this so that you can, so that people can see like, mm-hmm. Oh, you have, cause it's, it is kind of work, right? I mean, we yes. know yeah. Instagram is work. Like, and so people see it as a resume. So you think there's hope for Neely and Gracie that they make all these TikToks that maybe one day someone No, will... I seriously yes. do. Yeah. yeah. It's and like, like it, that'll get refined as they get older. I but, hope so. But I mean, seriously, yes, my internship, yes. I had I had a social media internship when I lived in D.C. for like a retail brand. And my boss 100% told me because I only had a phone interview because I lived in Norman. And she was like, you got the job because of your blog, because we could just see your personality and that like yeah. you would fit in with our team. And so like that's definitely become... Mm-hmm. A thing. I think it's encouraged with like high schoolers and college students oh, who are wanting better to be get in on advertising, handles. marketing. And a lot of them okay. will like make a website that maybe just has like their resume and some photos on it because we're all just so visual now. Yeah. And we like need to see it. But I had also had an internship with Yelp in Oklahoma City in college. So whenever I went and spoke with the social order, it was right as they were becoming the social order. Right. They were still separately Fuzzy's Taco Shop, Textelfia, 747. The Jones Assembly hadn't opened yet. And so it was kind of like they were in a period of growth and about to open the Jones and forming the social order. And I had kind of had this restaurant experience, love food and the marketing aspect of it. And that was getting really hot where like you needed to have that for your brand. And so it was just sort of a perfect storm. Just wow, interviewed so you, and then got the job. So it's been like five years you've been mm-hmm. there? Yeah, I wow. started May 1st of 2016. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And what what was your title? Social media I was, I think, like social- communications something when I started or like marketing coordinator maybe. And then now director of marketing. That's awesome. Like, yeah. And so now do you have people that you get to boss around? Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. It's fun to boss. Well, I swear you're the reason why they were in the scout guide. I told this to somebody the other day because Annie was a big fan of the scout guide in other cities. And I was like, that's like the only reason we got them is because Annie was like a big. I was thinking about it on the way here. I have such a vivid memory of my sister calling me when I worked at Top Golf and I had to like step out to go to the restroom and she was like, oh my gosh, I just ran into this girl, um, Emmy Cobes, like at Route 66. And I was talking to her and she told me she's bringing the scout guide here because Kathleen and I had talked about doing it. Yeah, yeah. Because we had seen it in. We'd seen it in DC and maybe somewhere else and just sort of started following it. And we're like, oh my gosh, like this is perfect. And then, yeah, right about that time was when I quit, started the social order. And that's when we were opening the Jones and it was just like, we needed it. And it was, yeah, it was I just perfect remember, timing. like walking, like our first meeting when y'all took us to the Jones. Uh-huh. And I remember thinking like, this is going to change OKC. Yeah, because like, it was probably completely empty. Well, and people thought it was a music venue. Uh-huh. Everybody I talked to was like, oh yeah, that new that music. New venue. And yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like once you see There's it, food. you'll yeah. get it. Like it's a restaurant. Right. Like it is a restaurant kind of before it's anything else, sort mm-hmm. of. I mean, oh, yeah. maybe a bar, but like, eh, I Yeah, know. I mean, the food is so good. It's like just, I don't even know. Right. I mean, 
we like to think that the food and music is parallel. And I think at this point we've established that, but yeah. most people know it for both and come for both. Right. So totally. I think that we've like really gone to that point where people know it as both, but it started where it was like, Oh, that restaurant. Oh, that music venue. People right. weren't combining it. Combining it. Well, and it, it took off like on social media so quickly. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed with how well you did that. I remember we like hit 10 K the week, a week or two before we opened and that was really big. So how did you do that? Like what would like, did you have a full strategy or were you kind of just like, so I'm not a big strategist kind of person. And I tell that to people openly because people are like, what's your strategy? What are you doing? Like what time are you posting? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, literally do what works for you. What works in your timing, what works to seem to get engagement. Like you have to just kind of figure out yourself. So I think whenever I was hired, they had already started the account for the Jones because it had been in planning for a while and they had about 5,000 followers by the time I got in and started running the account because we owned other restaurants. So we were able to go and follow a ton of people and it was pretty hot news. So like we, you know, we were able to establish that. And then I think it was really just organic. We also took a long time to open. So we were able to just tease as much as we could yeah we like hosted some events before we even opened like we hosted a big dead center party that's right wait was that with gary that. Uh oh my gosh that was the wildest night of my life and then what was the paul george party before it? the paul george party was like two days before we opened and we agreed to do it because it was incredible press it was like right when he was coming to play for the thunder right um but it was literally two days before and the venue was trashed and we were like Oh my gosh. I remember walking up into the tea room and we did these little chicken biscuit sandwiches and just seeing biscuits like smashed into the rug up there. No. I was like, I have to leave. I can't watch this. I can't watch this, but you know, turn it around and open two days later. But yeah, we, so we did a, a couple of those kinds of events just sort of worked out. We did a ton of soft openings and then we just, it just worked. And then once we started getting, you know, renowned artists coming, that's helped a ton to grow the social media. So I think we just offer a lot. Yeah. And, and it's a fun brand. How and many followers do y'all have now? We have like 37, I think thousand. Holy cow. Yeah. That's awesome. So how did you manage? So when you came on social order was sort of just forming, mm-hmm. right? They were putting everything under one brand. Mm-hmm. How do you manage pushing out the social order, getting the Jones followers, making sure fuzzy has its engagement. Right. How do you manage all those things together? It was pretty wild because I was doing pretty much strictly social whenever I was hired. And and we used to have a different account for all of our Fuzzies locations. So I think we had five at that time. And then you combine them. And then we combined them yeah. into one because it was, or we had one. You can't even really do that. We had you had one sort for of like, shut down some of them. And yes. Then- you can't even be logged into that many. It was always mm-hmm. logging in and out. It was, it was a disaster. We had like a central Oklahoma one. And then we had our Fuzzies Norman account, Fuzzies Stillwater. We had the Jones account. We started a social order account. We had Textelfia then. We had 747 then. And it was it was just a like. Zoo. Yes. And and it was kind of like just get the content out there to like so people don't forget about us. And then maybe strategy will come after that. So that was kind of the methodology and it worked. So like just whatever works yeah. is sort of my my idea on it all. And so I and but then so I was there for about a year and then we opened the Jones and that was just like a whole. So did that sort of take over for a while? And 100%. Like, I don't even know what fuzzies was whenever we opened it. (laughs) And whenever that was happening, I mean, 
it was sort of just all hands on deck. Like I was doing some event stuff. Then we were starting concerts. And so it was like figuring out concert advertising, which is could be its own entity if it was, was, but it's not. So yeah, we still do that. Um, And there's just so many moving pieces. And so then it was getting to be a lot and social was falling to the wayside. And, but you have to keep doing it. Like you can't just, you cannot stop. Make it stop. Yeah. And then we continued to open more fuzzies. And then it was got to a point where like, okay, I can't do this anymore. But it was also the same time that I was like, I think I'm going to (laughs) move. And they're like, okay, wait. So you went to them and said, I'm moving to Dallas. You said, I got to. Well, I think you were like, See the world. I mean, from the conversation I have uh-huh. with you, it was more like, I've lived here my whole life. I need to live in yes. a different city. Right? I had lived here for forever. I was single. All my friends were getting married. I loved my life here, but like, I felt like I had just kind of hit a wall. And I was like, I know everyone here. I've been yeah. everywhere here. I've been told I've been to be set up on a date with every single person. And then <laughs> I will like left. go on a date with that person. I will run into the person who told me that we should go out. It's just like, you yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it just got really, really small, really quickly. And I literally woke up one day and was like, I think I'm going to move. And went over to my parents' house and I was like, I think I'm going to move. And they're like, you should. I was like, okay, okay, here we go. Let's do it. And they're like, where are you going to move? And I was like, I have no idea. And then I used to always, 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 I would go visit my friends in Dallas, have a handful of friends there from OU, would go for the weekend, love it, leave on the drive back down. I-35 was like, oh, I can never live there. <laughs> so you chose Dallas. Never so chose never. Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> Lived there for two years now. Um, so then, yeah, I went into work and I was like, I'm going to move. Um, Did you say I'm going to move and I'm going to quit? Or Yes. I just like needed to do everything different at that time in my life. Um, and I was feeling really overwhelmed just with everything that I was having to do. And my boss was kind of like, okay, well, let's rethink this. And Is this like, Courtney? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, she, so nice. and she has moved to Dallas. So like she totally understood where I was coming from. And and I was kind of looking for other jobs in Dallas at that point. And like nothing was fitting. I mean, like I had the best job. I have the best job. Yeah. I just my sights were somewhere else at that point. But then we sort of talked about it and sort of figured out maybe a way to make it work. I mean, we were hiring for the job. Like we were about to offer someone the job and they're like, just think about it one more time. Like, what do we need to do to make you stay? And so then we hired someone alongside of me who could sort of be here, take the social media aspect of it. Cause in my mind, I was like, well, how am I going to do the social media from afar? And they're like, well, you do a lot more than social media. So like we can hire someone to do that and you can go and still do marketing from afar so that's what we did and so i've been doing it remote for two years i Which, come like, then and COVID six months happened. later everybody yeah. was doing it remote. yes and then right and i was actually like living in oklahoma city for most of covid because i live alone and i was like i'm not doing that um but it was weird because it was like i was here but we were remote all the restaurants were closed um but it's really worked out i mean it's been the best case scenario and i'm i i mean have so many friends here my family's here so i'm in town enough to make work work. And if I don't have something going on personally, I try to make a trip about every month to come check in. That's not bad. No. I feel like that's doable. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, like I was doing the remote thing before it was the thing to do. And so now it just seems like, Oh, like totally second normal. nature. Yeah. Yeah. Probably and half your friends are doing right. it. And it makes so much more sense to people now. I think kind of like the first six months I was in Dallas, people were like, huh, why do you, why I don't get it. Yeah. Like why wouldn't you get a job here? And I was like, cause I have a really good job. I just needed to change the landscape. Yeah. And now, and now it works great. 
So what do you think about, I mean, I think one of the reasons that Jones has been so successful is that Oklahoma City took it on as like our mascot in a Mm -hmm. way, right? Like, I mean, Emmy and I talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, because every time we go, it's like, I feel like I almost don't want to love it as much as I do. And then I order something great and I'm like, all right, this is why I love it so much. Or or the the person playing the guitar in the background Uh is wonderful. Or my waiter is super sweet. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Or like bingo's going on outside and it's totally packed and the inside is still packed. Oh my God, the motor club. We went there to dinner and the motor club was happening. Uh And I was so jealous. And I was like, God, I was like, well, I should have done that. My favorite time like I don't get to do it as much now, especially since we aren't open for lunch anymore. But my favorite time would be to like kind of finish up my last hour of work there, like from four to five as people are just like coming in from work and like sitting at the bar and people are starting to sit at the dining room. And there's just always like good energy yeah. about that time. It's like not too packed. It's like a gathering place. It's a it's gathering like- place. Yeah. Like I love seeing people meet up for drinks or coffee or just like sitting out on the patio. That was always kind of like my favorite time. I love to like make a stop there before I'd go home for the day. Because it was just like That's everyone it. was happy and in yeah. a good mood and like there was just good energy. And I, the other thing that I love about it is that you see all different kinds of people, mm-hmm. all different ages. Mm-hmm. It's not just like the cool kids club, right? Totally. I mean, I take my parents there. They think they totally fit in. Oh, yeah. But I see. We I have mean, like 13 year old girl birthday parties oh, with like someone turning 16 We had Valentine's Day there with yeah. my girls and their friends. And then like my parents are going with their friends. Mm-hmm. And that and it's yeah it's keeps like, a restaurant going. I and pretty much see and, a bachelorette party every time. Oh, there's a bachelorette party, but then it's like my sister might be there with her kids and right, they're like running, right? You know, crazy on the patio. Yeah, they were yeah, like downtown yeah. at the and arts like festival and ran works. over for dinner. Yeah, yeah. it works. So it works. And then, but yeah. it still is cool. It's yes. all of the you know different kinds of people in different ages. Just because my parents are there doesn't make it not the cool place to go. Totally, totally. Yeah. And I I don't know how you guys have done it. I I, I mean. I think the whole thing I can't explain, right? Like their whole idea behind whenever opening was like, it was a place for everyone to come for all different occasions. And that's why like you can come for brunch, you can come for dinner, you can come for drinks, you can come for coffee, you can come for a concert, you can come for an event. You can come if you're 13, you can come if you're 63. Like it just, that was sort of always the idea and it executed. And I, but if you think about it, if you think about going back to getting your degree in advertising mm-hmm. or in marketing or, you know, whatever, that they'll say to you, who is your customer? Mm-hmm. And if you say my customer is everyone, they're like, then you then come back to me. Your customer can't be everyone. Right. right. But in this case, it's worked. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it worked because it's Oklahoma City. Right. You think? Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, it, yeah. I'm just amazed every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is kind of, it really is amazing. And like, I'm so excited to have Boots there. We had our yes. first meeting I can, yesterday. I saw your post from yesterday. I cannot wait for I Boots. And I was sad. I didn't we got to start working on our outfits. Oh, I just like, I was like, I'm so pumped. Yeah. Like, it's going to be so cool there and just a totally different. I know. I also love, I love working for the Jones and I love getting to be a customer for the Jones. Like, it's always fun. Like, I've gone to a couple like engagement parties. I've gone to a rehearsal dinner there, like a welcome yeah. party there. And it's, that's kind of also my favorite too, is to like see from the customer side, like, oh wow, like this is great. Yeah. It's not just great because like I work for them. Like our servers are so kind. That's such great hospitality. Mm-hmm. This space is insane. Well, I love how you can like go upstairs and hide out. Totally. Or like be on yeah. the patio and see everybody. Or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we mm-hmm. like to go upstairs and people watch oh, yeah. in those booths. Love. It's like my favorite. And but you can bring your friends from out of town, yeah, and they are do. wowed, yes. right? You can bring a friend that lives in LA, a friend that lives in Chicago, and they show up and they're like, 
oh my gosh, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. this is what Oklahoma City is all about. It's such a great introduction to where Oklahoma City is going, I think, to somebody that comes from out of town. Well, well I'm so excited for Spark. I know. Uh, I know. I have been excited for a year. I'm I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've, I've had the custard in my freezer. I would like, I got a special taste test. Wait, I would you like, did? I mean, sorry, Bobby. Catherine, I haven't I'm, even had I'm, it. I'm give, I was going to say, I I'm saw telling, somebody post I, I think I begged for it for so long that, that I don't think Brian could, yeah. he couldn't resist anymore. And I mean, I would take like one spoonful a day because yeah. I didn't want it to end. It's so good. I saw somebody post the pink fries. Yes. And I was like. What? I didn't see the pink fries. Oh, have you not I, heard about these? Oh, it's my favorite thing on the I did not see I haven't even, photo I, shoot. Have I've, you had them? No, I've only had the burger like a year ago. And then we've been doing <sighs> tastings all this summer and I haven't been in town for it. But we did a tasting, like a small menu tasting for Scissor Tail Park staff uh, like oh, a week ago. Okay, that's, so that's what. And yeah. um, so we got to, they got to come in and try like a couple of different burgers. And we have like plain crinkle cut fries. We've got loaded cheese fries. And we have these pink fries. What, that are, so why what, are they pink? Are they strawberry flavored? Like so pink? No. So it is a, um like a garlic aioli that is pink. And so it's well, just like drizzled you, on the, the fries. Ingredient? I don't Bogey, even actually know. know. Yeah. 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 Um, it's like probably like pink Himalayan salters. Oh, no, yeah. but like it is like hot. Oh, pink. that's right. They're like hot. Pink. Oh, they're hot. It pink. is hot pink. Well, so it was fun. We had our annual Frosé party, which is like our, our birthday party oh, for the Jones so every year. And it, it was our fourth birthday. And so we had our Frosé all day party and we were talking about food. And I was like, well, we have to do the pink fries like from Spark. And so we did sort of as a like a sneak as peek a introduction as Spark coming. We did the the pink fries as a food option, like out on the How patio do that like day. Them? Loved them. And of course we had to do them. Like they are hot pink they aioli drizzled on fries. It's fun. Ugh. I cannot wait for that. My kids were asking, well, mom, I mean, what's the big deal? Is it going to be good? And I was like, of course it's yeah. going to be good. It's just like fun. It is so fun. I was in the building yesterday. We're hopefully getting our furniture today or tomorrow. Um, but it's just cute in there. Like it is fun. It is happy. It's also for go everyone. Inside? Because I think from the outside of the building. So if you guys don't know, it's in Scissor Tail Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a little kind of like wedgie shaped building kind uh-huh. of next to the amphitheater. Right. Next yeah. To it's like right the- off of Oklahoma City Boulevard. So it's like right there on the entrance into the park. So easy access if you don't want to go into the park. Gotcha. You can go right there, pull up. You mm-hmm. can take the streetcar, hop out yep. on the corner right there and go. How many people can fit inside? Like, are you going to get your meal and like go eat it in the park? I think yeah, that's the that's like, sort of the point. I mean, yeah. inside is very small, but yeah, there's definitely up. we have to have seating inside. I mean, it's a hundred degrees outside yeah. in the summer, um, so there's seating inside, and we were able to fit quite a few seats in there. You'd be surprised. We've got kind of like a window seat area of Fun. bar stools that face out to the park, so that can kind of fit a lot of people without taking up a lot of space. And then we have a really big patio that's covered. Um, that has seating, so that'll be nice too. But also, it's it's fast casual burgers so and sandwiches and counter, fries. So you, you go order, up to the counter, gotcha. order your order will be called, and you can sit down and eat inside, outside, or go out and take it into the park, like a little picnic. Mm-hmm. Can you order it picnic style? Can we're you, doing like- we're doing kind of some picnic options, like large amounts of like a picnic box of burgers and a picnic box of oh, fries. No way. So if you have a big group, you can wait. just like get a box of bag, a box what, of burger and fries. You need to sell like Eat Spark blankets. So, you know, like, you know, I was going to say, Anna started. I love the the merch. Mm -hmm. Wait, I love that because we were, we've gone to Scissor Tail with friends with our kids and we're like, oh yeah, we should pack a picnic next time. I'm like, that sounds like a pain in the butt. Right. Like I'd rather just get food there and then be able to toss it whenever we're done. Are you going to sell beer and wine? Yeah. So there will be. Frosés? What's the. We're doing a specialty frozen cocktail. Um, So we'll let that 
be an element of surprise, but we'll have, yeah, we'll have really fun. Um, a couple different cocktails, local beers on tap. So you can come just for a drink before a thunder game and like oh, share some fries yeah. with friends or like a late night burger or come for lunch. And then, or we have like some salad options if you're doing something healthy and athletic in the park and we got it all. Oh, I'm glad y'all have salads. That's like, yeah, I've been sort of plant based. Yeah. And so that's been like the bane is like, we'll go to like a burger spot for lunch. And I'm like, I can't what eat. am I going to yeah, eat? Like, yeah. I, I mean, these burgers are insane. I was gonna say, I, They're insane. Like, oh my gosh, they are so flavorful. But like, I'm not a burger person. Like I will eat one because it's one, a restaurant I, I work for. I can't do that every day. No, yeah. is there a veggie burger? And like, yes. So okay. there's a veggie burger and I don't really like order a burger when I go out. I don't know. I'm just like not a burger person. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah. if my dad is making burgers on the grill, there's nothing better. Right, like that's right, kind right, of whenever right. I'm eating a burger. But we've got a handful of salads. We're doing like a burger salad, which I'm really excited oh, about. Oh, nice. Which will be fun. Like a fun play on it and a couple different options. We have like an acai bowl. So there's oh, healthy options. Okay, nice. so the menu's pretty big. It's it, bigger than I thought it was Yeah, be. it's it's big. Well, we've it, got kids options. Um, And then alcohols. I mean, like it. Yeah, it's again for everyone. I was feeling like it was sort of like a like a vintage Shake Shack vibe Mm -hmm. at first because we went there in Fort Worth. Yeah, and I could not eat a thing because there was nothing on the menu. I went in Denver and I felt sick when I was right. It was gross. Which makes me sad because when I used to be good, the original was good. Same. The original one is so cute. And now like they are all over Dallas and they are so, you go in and you order on a computer. I was like, this is so sad. Like our staff will be there in a cute little shirt with a big old rainbow sun on it there to take your order. So. Okay. So when is opening? Do you know? So we are avidly starting the hiring process and as COVID recovery, no one wants a job in the restaurant industry. Oh so I we, we were just Annie, talking we were, about I this. just, I know we can't, we don't you guys, yeah. this is going to be a fun job. Like with it's fun people a fun in a great job. organization. The other thing I think is really wonderful is that you guys have how many restaurants total? Ten. This will be our 10th. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, so you get access you to all of those. You can move around the company. Mm-hmm. There's so much room for growth. Opportunity yep. for growth. I Maybe mean, Neely this is should a really, when Neely gets a job, I'm sending her, I mean, we gets a car, I'm sending her down there to work. There. 100%. She, we Neely's that. like really good at hospitality. She's starting. Well, and that's the I thing, mean, like you can work there if you are young and haven't even worked in a restaurant before. Like the, you right. can get it's your like, experience there, you know, or if you have, it would be a really great place to grow. We're really supportive of, you know, yeah, y'all internally internally yeah. supporting you, our employees and getting them where they need to be. You did the party the other day for the bartender mm-hmm. who's been there 15, 15, 15 years. years. Yeah. I mean, I clicked through, I have to say, I clicked through every single story that you did about the party for him and that mm-hmm. he was, do- was so cute. you were donating yeah. all the tips to, yeah. I can't remember what the organization was. It's, but, yeah, it's a local organization. But I for, just sort of thought to myself, I'm like, that is the most amazing way to celebrate an employee and to celebrate his dedication to the organization. I yeah. just loved it. Yeah. He was, he was really passionate about it and um, it was, it was fun to, yeah, get to celebrate him. Well, I feel that. like he's been I, with us from the beginning. So I'll like ask you about somebody and that was in our scout guide shoot mm-hmm. and you'll be like, Oh, actually now they're head of this. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, like, you know what? Well, I, and that's I, how my sister got started. I mean, she started as a waitress right. yeah. at Huckleberry in LA. It's, it's owned by Russet Canyon Group, and uh-huh. then she like moved up, and then she managed Milo and Olive. Then she uh, like oh, my boss was a cocktail I mean, waitress. That's how she got started. Now yeah, she's the president that, of our company. So you guys, like, like these are great. Wait, what? was she really? Yes, yeah. she I was mean, a cocktail waitress at seven forty seven when she was in college, and now she's the president of our company. And I keep trying to explain Courtney's that to awesome. my fifteen year old. Yeah. I'm like, you just have to start 
somewhere. Like, yeah. And then you realize you have all these skills that maybe you didn't even know you had. Totally. And that's, and like back to whenever I moved, I was, I was really blind to that. And I was like, oh, well, like I have this job and now like, I just don't even think that like I can grow. And everyone I worked with was like, what made you give that idea? Like, what are you talking about? We can make you grow. Like, where do you, what do you want to do? And I was like, right. Oh, okay. And then like these opportunities opened and I've grown with them over the past five years and it's been incredible. Well, and they're still growing. And yeah. So and like, yeah. we've got so much coming down the pipeline that just means more and more for everyone involved. So it's really I cannot cool. wait to hear. Yeah. I know. I can't wait to hear about what's next. I mean, mm-hmm. we're going to, Spark's going to open and I yeah, know so there's Spark, other things on Spark the- is hopefully opening very, very soon, like within the next handful of weeks so we just need to get an awesome staff we're gonna do like a, i told annie would do a little update like yes. right before it opens on the show right before it opens maybe we can get her back on for like a little five minute blurb of, yeah, and we can it. put that on there yeah when for when it opens well, now whenever it opens like you and i will be like first in line yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hello yes. so we'll, we'll let we'll let, <laughs> let the people yes. berate <laughs> brian till no end to get to i mean the custard i just oh can't. the custard yeah so okay so now there is something else that you get a franchise you guys have just purchased are we uh-huh. i think we're allowed to talk about totally. it yeah it's Dave's public knowledge wait mm-hmm. wait this is do you know this? Yeah. no i do you I, know what dave's hot chicken is i, I don't know what no, it is but, but my husband's obsessed with hot chicken so we have yeah, talked yeah. about wait, it okay so dave's hot chicken y'all bought the franchise we bought the franchise so just like fuzzy's taco shop we were approached by the fort worth franchise back in 2010 to do it and so we purchased the oklahoma rights to fuzzy's taco shop so Right, if you right, want right. a fuzzies in Oklahoma, it's the us. Which is why the fuzzies in Oklahoma are a thousand times better. Yes. I will not 100%. go outside of that's Oklahoma. Been, that has been but... also the hardest thing about yeah. living in Dallas. I'm like, everyone in Dallas knows what fuzzies is, but fuzzies is not good in it's Dallas. And same. I'm like, you just, I have to, you have to trust me on this. Like, it is excellent in Oklahoma. So we know Dave's Hot Chicken is going to be amazing. Because yes. What, so where's Dave's from? So Dave started in LA and they started in 2017. Okay. I think I have that right. Um, and it is a fast, casual, like a fuzzies hot chicken place and like nice. they literally served all different kinds of hot chicken at different levels crinkle cut fries um they do like this really good kale coleslaw Ooh, um okay and it is like that is it it is so simple but they have exploded like absolutely exploded and so we bought the oklahoma franchise for it and so we will open um i think it's like eight to ten locations here in the next few years holy cow yeah Wait, uh, do we know this, where their one's going to be? Or? So yeah, our first location is scattered in Bricktown. Um, so we'll do well, that's that. Perfect. And then it it'll be similar to Fuzzy's, kind of how we've got like one in Edmond, one in the pricing, college towns. Customer, yeah, yeah, similar situation. But I mean, Fuzzy's is our bread and butter for the social order, and that's where probably like what three hundred and fifty of our employees lie. I ate so we're about night. so we're about to double that so with good. Dave's. Holy cow. That's oh, so exciting. Yeah. I literally last night, um, I had a meeting in Chisholm Creek. Uh-huh. And so Jeff was like, can you bring the kids and I'll have them meet at Fezzi's? And I was like, oh, yeah. And then I like sat down. He's like, what are you doing? Don't you have to go to your meeting? I was like, I need some chips. Yeah. <laughs> like, what oh, are you talking I'm about? Just I was here like, to drop I off. not like eat. Well, that's so exciting. Yeah. Okay. Well, so bringing another cool thing to mm-hmm. Oklahoma City mm-hmm. and Oklahoma. I know. And it's it's fun. Even though it's a franchise, it's not an original concept, original concepts are so fun. They are a lot of work though. Uh, yeah. Spark has been a labor of love. The Jones is an animal. Um, but <laughs> something like fuzzies, we've gotten to really put our own spin on and it's been really beneficial and really recognized by their corporate. And I, so I think yeah. we'll get to do the same for Dave's. That's awesome. I, I agree. I was telling 
I mean, the drink program at the Fuzzies yes. in Oklahoma is better than the one in Texas, which I'm like, come on, guys. Oklahoma is not known for being better at drinks than Texas. Right. Like, you know what they, I'm saying? I mean, like, they come to us all the time for opinions and advice, which is super flattering. But um, we just have great people with great ideas. And so it's really cool. And yeah. the other thing is, you guys figure out a way to get those ideas out of people, right? Mm-hmm. Like people can have great ideas and the company they may, they work for may not embrace that. But oh my gosh, out I used to think that I was like so creative and had all these ideas. And then I work with these people who think of these events and drinks and all. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you, you guys are so it's- talented at coming up with cool stuff. Yeah. And all these people are in Oklahoma City. Uh-huh. They're like, they're here. And I think they're that's, here, yeah. and we want them to stay here. Fuzzies and... was actually the first place I ate like during COVID. Like, really? The, yeah. Like the actually, first. I, well, we because... ordered the taco. Oh, the family style. The family yeah. style yeah. tacos we that ordered I begged that Brian I to do. We ordered that all the time in COVID. Really? Well, we did that too. But then we were like, we have to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. And so we went and sat on the patio and I saw Cole out there spraying down chairs yeah. himself. And I was like, okay, now I see somebody who's like, Head management. I, mm-hmm. I don't know what his title is now, but mm-hmm. this was like, you know. He's a director, yeah. Yeah, director. And I was like, I see somebody who I know is like very high up in this company, like out here cleaning chairs. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was like, I felt so taken care of and like I felt yeah. so safe. Yeah. And I just like will always appreciate that memory of like feeling safe with my kids, mm-hmm. my husband and like Thank you. kind of a yeah. scary time. Yeah. You know what I'm totally. saying? And seeing somebody who didn't need to be doing that, doing, mm-hmm. you know, that. So, mm-hmm. well, well, what I'm about, excited. what about take, a, I guess you could talk to us in our, in our fine, first final question. Oh yeah. About yeah, you. you. So our five, first five final years? question is kind of in 10 years where you see yourself, uh-huh. where you see like social order slash take a bite. So mm-hmm. kind of both of those. And then, um, Oklahoma city. Okay. Personally, I have absolutely no idea where I will be in 10 years. So I'm <laughs> going hope, to like, put I that hope out I'm on there. The like, selfishly, I hope you come back. I know. I it's know. so crazy. I mean, people ask me that all the time. Like, people ask me in Dallas if they think that I'll stay there anytime I'm here. People are like, do you think you'll come back? Like, no, think- but then you're going to meet some great guy. And well, actually, you know what? People always, I think people are always kind of like, are you going to stay in Dallas forever? And I was like, I don't know. Do don't, people stay yeah, in Dallas like, forever? Though? Yeah. I'm like, don't ride anything yeah. off the table. I have no idea what my life looks like in 10 years, which is really exciting. I'm like, we don't need to, I, I used, I had such a complex about like, I need to get things in order. And it's like my mom's friend who was, who's been staying with us. She said to me yesterday and I was like, Oh my gosh, you have no idea how much you need to hear that. She said that her husband used to always say like, time is on our side. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Like how reassuring time is on my side. I'm 28. Like I've got all the time in the world to do do everything I need to. And I'm just going to let the next 10 years flow as they may, because I never ever thought I would live in Dallas. And then that happened. So like, what's going to happen in 10 years? Am I going to move again? Am I going to move back? Will I still be there? I have no idea. So that's kind of exciting to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I you're so it. healthy. You're going to be like going to like 95. <laughs> that's I can, I can my, see yeah. you like, you know, hiking a mountain when you're like 80. <laughs> I look at my, my brother's wife. She's in her late thirties uh-huh. and like, she's just now, you know, got married, had babies and yeah. whatever. And I'm like, she's like played volleyball in college. Yeah. She went and lived in China. She did all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm a little envious. Right. <laughs> like how cool. Right. Yeah. So I think it feels fun and free to have yeah. just the future ahead of me. Um, I think the social order is just going to keep growing and growing and growing, which is so cool to see. Cause just whenever the last year with COVID was really, really hard and it was really easy to lose perspective on yeah. what this could be. And I had to be reminded, like we've got some really fun stuff coming and like, we're just not stopping. Well, so and everybody's in it. 
also, right? Right. Like you look around the city and it's not just the Jones whose lights are off. It's right. Like, and it wasn't even off for thankfully long. But Right. And now that things are back open, everyone is like, let's go. Let's open stuff. Let's get creative again. What can we do differently in the concepts we already have? What can we bring to the table? So I think it's just going to be more and more of that. Are you guys back to like a like 100%? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, things feel really good again. I think there will be, we have, you know, a floating pile of ideas of create of our own concepts that we want to do that really, really excite me. So hopefully those get to happen. Um, but I mean, more fuzzies will come, more days will come. I think spark would be really cool to have multiple locations. So I think we'll just keep getting to expand our footprint here, which is really fun. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So then what about, what about take a bite? Yeah. I think take a bite is, it is what it is. It's nothing that I've ever put too much pressure on people. A lot of people, kind of a couple of years ago, we're like, do you want that to be your full-time job? Like, you know, do you want to do more with it? I'm like, it is my creative outlet. It is my little passion project. But it you've is- also gotten some sponsors. Totally, totally. I've gotten to do really fun sponsored things. I've made yeah. a tiny bit of money from it. And I think it'll continue to be that. I think it's something that I will have forever um, where I can just continue to share what I'm doing, share bites of my life, um, share more cookie content and just like a fun place that is fun for other people to view and engage in. So yeah. that's kind of where I see that going, just more of what it already is. I love that. Yeah. And what about OKC? OKC in 10 years. I mean, OK, thinking back in the past 10 years. I know it's wild, right? Was whenever I graduated from high school and that's whenever I was like, okay, this place is cool. Like let's, (laughs) let's hang. And like, I moved right back to Oklahoma city after graduation and I was into it. And so like, if we've done all that in the past 10 years, I think the next 10 years are just going to be more. I hope that we just continue to kind of fill in the blank spaces. Like, I think that they're just within the city, like geographically. Like, I think that if we just keep filling it to where it feels more united and not so spread out will be really nice. Um, and just continuing to create new things for people to enjoy to, I think that there's so much more fun to be had in this city than there used to be. What like, and maybe I don't want to spoil any concepts that social order might Mm -hmm. have like in the back burner but like from your personal opinion aside from social order Mm -hmm. what like food concept is missing from Oklahoma City a lunch spot we have no place to go to lunch there's no place to go to lunch it's a disaster 100% agree it is cafe 501 or nothing and I just can't Like well, what I mean I have a love hate relationship with flower child I can't yeah it's the worst relationship I've been in in, in years. years, I have one it's, thing that I get there and I get it every single time. They took get? the taco salad away. The yeah, they, they actually like what I used to always get was the chicken plate with like they had this Indian cauliflower and the yuzu Brussels oh, sprouts. That, that but the good. cauliflower I didn't realize was seasonal. And now, now I can go there because they took my order away. No, the chopped salad is good. I found and a staple salad. in a muffin and they didn't comp the muffin. A staple? Mm-hmm. Like, like they had opened like the, the almond yeah. flour bag and I guess it fell in. The, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I take any experience at a restaurant with a grain of salt working for a restaurant. Really? I'm like, I get it. See, and I like, that's probably my flaw is I, I would rather have mediocre food and a good experience uh-huh. than, like the other way well, around. Well, I'm all, I'm, like, I'm the worst critic about bad service. Like the service thing has got to be on, but whenever, but I'm also, in the same realm, like 
okay, I get it. Like, I'm not going to raise my voice at you because like, no, no, I no, know I would never do that. what yeah. that I've seen that happen, you yeah. know, to like yeah. our sweet employees. Um, Flower Trial, I got to do a sponsor thing with them from Take a Bite. So that was fun. Oh, you did? Oh, so, really? so I'm their fan. Okay, that's, I'm their fan. Well, I mean, I yeah. would have launched there three days a week. So I mean, I don't yeah. know. That's but the thing is I keep breaking up with them and then I go right I get back. right back. Because yeah. there, there really isn't any, there aren't any other options. Like give me a, like a lunch spot that we may know that's in another town that you're like, I wish. Yeah. Was like well, like this. this is funny because I was talking about this, my friend. Yeah, in we're Dallas, in Dallas. And we were like, there's no good lunch spot. So like, Ugh. I think that so lunch is just a hard, hard What are you concept. talking about? You have R&D Kitchen. That is my favorite lunch spot in the but world. But you can't like, yeah, but like, I like need running to R&D Kitchen. Like, I want in like between, a like, drop off like and, in Tulsa, like a place where you can go, like, like a salad or a sandwich and sit on the little patio. Oh, like they used to have McKinley's yes. in Fort Worth. Yeah. Or yeah. like, how we used to have brown bag, but like if they could have like judged that up and made it like not so grandma. Have you been to Lunchbox in Fort Worth? No. That's an, you need to go. I'm the trying to think box? like, yeah. it's like the best pimento cheese. You okay. Have well, when I was just in, have something healthy. I cannot be eating pimento cheese. Well, no, no, no. They no. have salads too. I'm just okay. saying like, when I was just in Austin, um, visiting my sister, I was there over Memorial weekend. And then two weeks ago, and when I was there Memorial weekend, we went to this cute little place called Swedish Hill. Oh yeah. 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 And she just picked uh-huh. up a bunch of like pre-made little salads, which is like my favorite thing to eat in the world. And then we went to a place called tiny grocer this past time and got like this, you know, cauliflower salad, this Brussels sprout salad, this beet salad, a chicken, like a curry chicken salad. And it was just like, this is what I want to be Have you been to LaGrange Orange and... That's my favorite place in the entire What's world. What's LaGrange Orange? Where's that? Is it the, am I saying it right? La Grande Orange. La Grande Orange. Okay, so... The Grange Orange. Have you been no, to the no, Grange no, Orange? No, 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 but it looks... So I'm back, dyslexic. No, so no, like, no, I no, like... No, oh, yeah. I used to think it was La Grande Orange. La Grande... Okay, I knew it was. That's like, what it looks like, La Grande it, Orange. Okay, and where is it? Not La Grande Orange. It's La Grande Orange. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I butchered. That. Yeah, okay. it's in Phoenix, in Scottsdale. In Phoenix, okay, and it's like a. It, so yeah. going back to my ten year plan, not that I, I, I have no idea when this will happen in life, but my like end goal in life, which this could be in ten years or it can be like when I'm forty, is I want to open a specialty food store inspired kind of by La Grande Orange, and then the bakery that Merrill Street owns, and it's complicated. Oh. Lee and I talk about that on a regular. Oh my god! Yeah. I, I hope so I, I see you and Steve Martin making uh, a chocolate croissant at uh, like uh, one a.m. So my whole thing, my like really big idea was that it would be where Trader Joe's is back whenever it was Crescent oh. Market. Like that's the space that I wanted, and Kathleen wanted to do it with me, and like I wanted it to be like open in the morning so you could walk there and go get your coffee and a pastry, but then like also something healthy. Catherine's like, yeah, and like, then mm-hmm. we would be open until like four or five so kids could come after school for a snack but we'd be open for lunch and you could just get like chicken salad on a bed of lettuce and like an easy salad or like pick up something to go but you could also go get a baguette and a thing of wine and some cheese and take it to a friend so almost like an Eatsies, but better. Yeah, like and smaller. Smaller scale. I get yeah. overwhelmed at Eatsies. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, which counter should I go well, to? Everything Am I missing is, something? Am so I- right, right. Like a little market. Like I have like the whole menu written up, so. Maybe one day. Well, Catherine would be your investor. I, will, I, know I will, that. Yeah, I, I would probably sell some platelets to get. So to be that's your the end goal. I don't know when that's <laughs> happening, but just tell me, <laughs> yeah. I'm on board. You just need to like. I don't know why this came to me. You need to get like an OnlyFans and start posting nudies and you can make a lot <laughs> I know, of money. There we go. Uh, whatever it takes, <laughs> I will do whatever it takes to get this to happen. Maybe. But like the sugar cookies would be on the menu. Yes, my yes, chocolate yes, cookies yes. would be on the menu. Can you get milk on tap? I mean, I don't get like all different kinds of milk. So I had this idea once with my friend Elizabeth to open a milk bar. Oh, yeah. 
and where it would be milks from all different farms. This was before like alternative milks were a uh-huh. big deal. And then you would serve things that go with milk, like a piece of chocolate cake and a glass of milk. Catherine. And like you would, so you could, but now you could do almond Oat milk, milk and pecan yeah. milk yes. and rice milk and whatever. You I could had have pistachio all on milk tap. the other day. See? So Crazy. good. So, so good. good. And you, yeah. could, you could do milk from Marka Farms or whatever. And then you, so can you add that in? As like a seasonal eggnog. Yeah, I'm into uh-huh. it. <gasps> Oh, I'll give yeah. you this idea. Brian, are you listening? <laughs> Do you know who's on your payroll? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh okay, so are we ready for the yeah, final question? Yeah, yeah. So your best friend from OU who doesn't live here anymore mm-hmm. comes to visit for the weekend and you want to like show them all the new hotspots. You pick them up at the airport. You have the whole day to yourselves. What do you guys go do? Okay, so I was kind of thinking about this. So all my girlfriends in Dallas have never been to Oklahoma because oh, you need a road trip. Because of course, everyone from Oklahoma goes to Texas, but no one from Texas goes to Oklahoma. Or they come to Broken Bow, and I'm like, y'all. Yeah, okay, y'all. well, yeah. you're just adding to the like canoe and horses aspect of Oklahoma <laughs> and brown recluse. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm actually going to Broken Bow in a couple weeks. I'm very excited. I've never been. I've never been. But yeah, like yeah, I'm like okay. Guys. Apparently, there's a vineyard. Well, I was I no, was, no. Do not drink the wine from that vineyard. Yeah, apparently there is. <laughs> And we are not going. Um, <laughs> but so I, I talk up. They're like, okay, what do you like do? What do you like? And I've become that snob in Dallas. I'm like, well, it's not as good as this, you know, in Oklahoma right. City. So we would probably go. Um, we'd probably make a stop at my parents' house, throw the bags, go on a walk through Nichols Hills. It's my favorite thing to do whenever I'm home. I told you, I saw no, you. No, on a, you I saw Catherine on a run yesterday while I was on a walk. Yeah. That's what I, it also like, I just love that I come home and I see people I know yeah. when I'm on a walk through the neighborhood. Like, so we would go on a walk and then we would probably go to, I have a really soft spot for Selenova coffee so we would probably go grab a coffee there very interesting i know we'll it's, discuss this off it's air a little, i like still know coffee too you're a snob it's a yeah it's Sorry, a little John, bit of a I refuse it's a little bit of a personal opinion but <laughs> i have one thing that i get there and it's my favorite okay what's the one thing so i get can know. i just get the green tea latte with almond milk their almond milk is their like almond the, milk's insane yeah it's the uns- do they make it themselves i think no. they are so slow but like i cannot be in oklahoma and not go get it's this like drink. unsweet vanilla it tastes mm-hmm. like kind of like your almond milk Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, oh my do, god! Did you sh- if you could have seen the death stare I just gave you? I, just oh my god! I what brand? Just, oh okay, gosh. wait, but what brand of almond oh, milk? I like wonder they Highland use Highland or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. well maybe I need to go get it because I'm out of almond milk right now, and I was like, I don't want to make. Actually, more. I maybe found I need- you a good company. It's called Elmhurst. Oh yeah, Elmhurst is good. Oh, I've seen it. It's good. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll get that. My okay, fav- my favorite little place in Dallas by my apartment that I go get an oat milk latte at. They are by Trader Joe's, and they literally used. Trader Joe's oat milk and I spend six dollars on this latte and it's the best thing ever. So <laughs> so see somebody else is making it. You don't have to clean someone it. else is making it and it's suddenly delicious. So we probably okay, go, so get go get a coffee. Okay. Go get a coffee. Um and then we probably do a nice driving tour. I love I love a drive. So we probably Did your mom used to take people on driving tours and they came to a No, I've heard you say about that. Your my mom, mom loves it. My dad does that. Like we we wouldn't the- we wouldn't go on driving tours through Oklahoma, but like when I think about growing up with my dad, it would be like a Saturday or Sunday and he's like and go for a drive and we'd go drive out to like Jones, Oklahoma. Really? Oh, uh-huh. We did so it during fun. COVID whenever I was up here. We were like, oh. we had to get out of the house and we just like went on True. a drive. Yeah. Or we'll go out like towards Okarchi. Like we would just go explore. And when we used to live in Edmond, we would come and like drive through Heritage Hills and stuff. Aww. And so we'd probably do that. We'd probably drive through like Edgemere and Crown Heights and Heritage Hills and then drive through downtown. And then if it was a weekend, we would probably do brunch at the Jones. Um, Cause that's probably my favorite. Yes. That was my favorite brunch in our restaurant roundup. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the Jones? Yeah, yeah we probably do brunch and then just stay and hang on the patio because that's also my favorite thing to do. Yeah, day drinking at the Joneses mm-hmm. is really next level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard when you have children at home, but it is amazing. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best. And then we would probably, okay, so I have a really big concept complex about how Oklahoma City grocery stores are the best. <laughs> and oh, I was really? literally texting this to a friend yesterday. Wait, which one? Which one? All of them. Love? All of them. Well, I mean, like mainly Whole Foods and Trader Joe's because all of the Whole Foods and Trader Joe's in Dallas are awful, in my opinion. Like, I will not go to Whole Foods in Dallas. I go to Central Market and like love Amazon it. Now. It is basically Amazon. And our Whole Foods has changed, but here in Oklahoma City but it, it's still well, like we don't have Central Market market to compare, to compare to here. so it's fabulous so it is fabulous here but and you're like, right I when think you... our Trader Joe's is so cute and like they oh, just the people that work don't have the charm nicer. anywhere else yeah. yeah so we would probably then like you know take an Uber because we would have been day drinking at the Jones and go stop through Whole Foods grab groceries and then probably cook dinner at home oh yeah. with your parents mm-hmm. I will say I do love to have well I love when it's all over having dinner at my parents' house mm-hmm. and everyone in before they die should experience a dinner party with my mom. Yeah. So okay. It is, but it's, you have to, I have to get up a lot of energy to do it now. Like, well, it's, I have like, but I, I love it. people are like, oh, do you like just love to cook for people? And I really don't like, I'm, I've really honed in on how to cook for one person and I'm yeah. really good at that. It makes me really nervous to cook for other people. But the second I am at my parents' house, like I'm cooking dinner every night that I'm home and I suddenly like love to cook for people. I don't know if it's That's just cause so like funny. it's a space. They have a good space. They have a right? good space. Yeah. And like, I, I just feel more creative whenever I'm in their kitchen. I don't know what it is, but like, I if I had friends in town, like I would love to just cook a big meal for them. Well, that's where it all started kitchen. in your yeah. parents' kitchen, right? So. Yeah. But I mean, okay, so let's give Oklahoma some love. Like other favorite places, I love Austria. Love Austria. I used to love. Um, oh my gosh, in Nicholas's Plaza, what is it? Encru. Encru, and it's not the same anymore. But whenever I lived they here, they have a new chef. Oh, really? Yes, I haven't been since the new chef, but all the photos that they're posting. Really okay, delicious. Okay. I, I mean, I my to favorite thing it. used to go and get that avocado oh, omelet. Oh, mm-hmm. that was the uh, unreal. Yeah. unreal. And they would have those roasted vegetables on the side of yeah. breakfast. Oh, I loved it. It was yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, maybe we need to get that another try. Um, I also love upper crust. That is so lame. No, no, we love upper crust. We love but it like, too. I don't think I come to Oklahoma City without eating upper crust. Um, what do you get? Well, the other night, this was so fun. We, my, we got it two nights in a row. <laughs> I didn't. My parents had gotten it Sunday night um, and they'd gotten pizza. They had had some friends over and then we like couldn't think of anything else to order. So we just ordered all the apps from Uppercrest. So we got like a big Mediterranean salad. We got the meatball, which is so good. The little buffalo wings. The wings um, light sauce is what my kids order every yeah. time. The Italian nachos, the Zuka chips. Which I've never you guys, had those. Okay, no. I didn't even know that they had them. But did you guys ever go to West? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. they had yeah, the Zuka chips. chips. Oh, so it's... They're those. Oh. I know. Okay. They're so good. I'm going to add that to my list. So we just did, we just did like a little snacky meal. We used... Our, our go-to orders are Upper Crust or Iron Star to go. So oh, I love Iron Star. Do you get the salmon salad? No, Star. I've heard you oh, get it. No, God, I get the so dino good. kale. Oh, I've never had the dino kale. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It has their pulled chicken on it. It's oh. it's the dark green kale, the like lacinato kale, I think is how yes. you say it. Their pulled chicken. I think there's some corn, some pepper jack cheese. Um, it's got a pretty intense dressing. So whenever it's to go, it's on the side. So you can just put a little bit. Um, there's avocado. And then I want to say like a candied 
nuts. We need to go sort. to Iron Star. Yeah, yeah. That's like such a good place to take the kids to. That's I what think. we take. Yeah, it's a yeah. good family spot. Oh, we used it's to so always good. Take the kids My parents little, used to live like down the street, so we would order and the food would be ready in five seconds. That's so nice. Yeah. Okay. So good. Um, what else? Obviously, the Jones, all the social order restaurants. Um, I love getting coffee from Stitch whenever I'm in town. It's down Stitch. by our office. The tacos. Yeah, it's so cute. I haven't gone there in way too long. I know. I haven't. I went sort of at the beginning when they reopened. I went when they reopened. Yeah. I actually, that. I don't know if I've been since they've sort of reopened. Oh, mm-hmm. you. Go- well, Gotta Brian go. Helped them. Yeah, yeah. That. But they have lattes on tap, like uh-huh. cold lattes on Ooh. tap that are not good for you, but they right. taste delicious. Right. Okay. Okay. What are my other spots? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, I, I mean, I love going to the Bradford House. Went there oh. for call. I love that for all times a day. Um, Sarah Kate and her husband who own it are my cousin's cousin, and I saw her oh. yesterday, so that was fun. We want Sarah Kate to come on the. Oh my gosh, on she's the podcast. I've I've reached out, but I haven't. Back. I haven't heard back. So okay. well, maybe. can you hook us up? Totally. totally. Sorry, <laughs> Thanks, yesterday. We need, a, we need a hook up. Oh, oh, oh. I can't believe I didn't even say this. And then 100%. Okay, so here's what we do. We would probably go to the Jones for brunch, drink on the patio, get groceries, make dinner at home. And then we'd go for a nightcap. Um, Brandy Isa Juniors. Oh, I wondered. I wondered. Oh, I was like, I can't believe I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, where's, where's your Brandy Ice in this? That is the best. The best. I haven't been to Super Juniors frozen. in like... 15 years probably. Yeah, I, I, I don't really discriminate against the Brandy Ice and there are multiple in the city. If you would like my list, there is a blog post on Ticket Bite about the best in Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. Is um, Junior's the best? Is that at the top? It's the best. Okay. Better Actually, than the club? Oh, I can't, I cannot. With you the don't club. like the club? Okay. No, no, I'm curious. <laughs> the club makes a good mini right, one right, right, if you right. get the mini one. If you get a large one, it's the appropriate one, ratio it in the mini like one. It tastes like lead paint. It is so strong of brandy. It is foul. You cannot drink it. Well, that's there. The club is one. There is one reason for all drinks. At the oh, club. for sure, for sure, for sure. And like, if you yes. get if you get a brandy, to get you drunk. I mean, yeah, if I you get a brandy right. ice, like I've had one at an event and they passed them out and I was so excited and they were. I was like, are you trying to kill me? What's happening? <laughs> and like a brandy ice, like it's you can't. A hint yeah, of like, it. yeah, it's ice cream. Like you're, I'm not trying to. It's a dessert. Take not a, a drink, brandy yeah. sniffer. Yeah. Like I don't need a whole thing. <laughs> Juniors is great, but they are tied with Cheevers. Cheevers has an excellent brandy ice, which is really under the radar. Okay. Mm-hmm. These I are all it. good spots. Maybe I'll go try the green tea, whatever at Stella Nova. <laughs> I should have brought one for you. I will. It's good. And I get almond milk in it. That's uh-huh. that's what I get. Yeah, the the green tea, unsweetened green tea latte, unsweetened because they add sweetener. Otherwise. Oh, okay. Unsweetened almond milk green tea latte. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. I can do that. Well, Annie, where can people find you? Um, on all social media platforms, I'm underscore Annie Tucker. Takeabiteblog.com. And then we are at the social order. Okay, on all social media platforms as well, so you can get any updates about all the restaurants there. And then the restaurants have their own. The restaurants have their own accounts, but okay. they're all linked. But Fuzzies is Fuzzies so yeah. K. They're or all OKC. Fuzzies talk. Yeah, Fuzzies OKLA at Eat at Spark at the Jones OKC, and then more to come from there. Yay. Okay, and people yeah. will have an update for when Spark's going to open. Yes. Emmy and I are going to be the first people in line. Perfect. Literally, <laughs> we cannot wait. I have pink fries. Pink fries. Oh, and I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save yep. that. I'm gonna dip my pink fries in custard, possibly. If they oh, aioli. that's such a good idea. Oh if my gosh! Did you used to do that at Brahms growing up? 
Yeah. Is there any other way yeah. to eat a vanilla frozen yogurt than right. without a crinkle fry? In? Right. <laughs> there probably there does chocolate not sound like there is. made with vanilla ice cream. So, okay, you were uh-huh. a chocolate. See, I the vanilla well, no, frozen I was, yogurt is like I'm a, I'm a twist on a cone. Twist, oh, twist on a cone. Okay, twist okay, on a waffle okay. cone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if I'm doing the fry situation, it's in a chocolate milkshake made with vanilla ice cream. Oh, see, I'm a pink cup, so I don't know what size that is. Oh. but it's not the little white cup. Uh-huh. It's the pink cup. It's like what the mix comes in. Uh huh. Of a, wa- a vanilla, straight up vanilla They're, frozen yogurt, and I then you get a, get a small tonight. crinkle fry, dippy. Nothing better. Nothing better. All right. Well, thanks, Annie. Annie thanks, <laughs> guys. So Thank you so much. We know we could talk about food. I know. All day. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. We truly appreciate your listening to these stories. You can find us on Instagram at ActionCityOKC or for business inquiries, email us at hello at ActionCityOKC.com. Action City is produced by Blacken Studios. You can find the studio on Instagram and Facebook at Blacken Studios. Creative services provided by Ranger Creative. Music written and performed by Kansas City Bankroll. <laughs>